What's up, guys? Normally, I would say this episode is brought to you by, and then I'd make a little joke and talk about a fake sponsorship. But now, um, now that I'm working with bigger people, I've been advised not to do that anymore because sooner or later, hopefully sooner, um, I'm going to be getting real ads and I can't be fucking doing that shit anymore. So it was fun while it lasted and we fucking had a fun time. This episode's brought to you by me now. So what's up, dude? I'm Ange. Nice to meet you. This is the Kicks and Giggles podcast where we basically talk about anything. And this is this is your warning, okay? Well, there's actually a few things we don't talk about, but this is a warning for today's episode. It's going to get sexual. We're going to get fucking weird, okay? We're talking about fetishes. We're talking about the NoFap challenge, all right? Or what? I don't even know if it's a challenge, but whatever the fuck NoFap is. Um, and we're going to, we're going to get weird. All right. So most of you guys are going to like that because people usually really like talking about sexual things and hearing someone talk about sex is usually really comforting for someone or for people because, um, most people don't talk about it in their daily life. So when they hear someone talk about it, they think like, oh yeah, I'm into that or I'm not into that or I agree with him or I don't. And, uh, it's a good topic for people to talk about. And I fucking love talking about it. The only thing we don't talk about on the Kicks and Giggles podcast is is basically politics because I don't give a fuck about any of that. You know what I mean? I the, the Kicks and Giggles world is I like it to just be fun, you know? We talk about sex, sometimes we get a little creepy and we talk about some fucking scary stories or creepy shit on the internet. Then we talk about shoes and we give some sneaker advice. We talk a lot about business. I gave some fucking awesome business advice, I think last episode or the episode before. I like to just have fun. We talk about how real it is to fucking be 20 years old trying to push a podcast when you're not already famous. You know what I mean? Uh, it's hard, which it's very fucking hard. Most people are comedians already, or they're an actor, or they're already been on television for years. And then it's like, oh, he's got a podcast? Great. No shit it's going to work out, you know? If fucking Jimmy Fallon all of a sudden started selling uh, fucking Twinkies that were his own brand, uh, everyone would fucking buy them because he's Jimmy Fallon. You know what I mean? So when it's me, some fucking stroke job that's like, oh, I want to have a podcast. I have to start with 50 fans and grow organically rather than I already have 500,000 fans. Cause I, you know what I mean? So we t- it's fucking real, baby. It's a real show. So thank you guys for listening already. Um, we're going to start off clean. So this question, I can't say his Instagram name because it's fucking weird and it's a good question and I don't want you guys getting a bad impression of this guy. But he says, what do you think would be the best way for someone young to get their name out there and make more connections? That's the question. Then he also says, you did it through a product and a good business practice to establish relationships and invest in yourself. But besides that, what can you add to give yourself more of an edge? So it's kind of a vague question, but I get what he's saying. Um, The best way to to, for someone young to get their name out there and make more connections, obviously it's through like Instagram and fucking social networking and it, whatever you do, make it, make it like your brand, right? That's my, it was my way of doing it at least. Like I could have sold shoes and I owned a company name that's called Come Up Closet. I could have sold shoes through Come Up Closet and then everyone knows Oh, like that's the fucking place to go to, but nobody really knows who the founder is, right? Only a few people would know. There's plenty of websites, Nike, Finish Line, Champs. Everyone knows those companies, but nobody knows the fucking people behind them, right? Um, And I know there's going to be one guy that's like, well, actually his name is Sam Williams and he's been with the company. I'm not, dude, I'm not fucking talking to you, okay? I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about a majority of people. They don't know the fucking people behind it. They don't know the CEOs. They know the brand like the brand name or the company name. So I didn't want to do that because I was fucking 17 years old selling shoes. And I was actually 16 when I had started Come Up Closet. Or I think I was 17. I don't fucking know. But I changed my mind and I was like, I need to sell them on my behalf. I want to be Angelo Blando, the fucking sneaker guy, right? I want to get the credit. I want to meet these people and I want to like grow relationships with my customers rather than 
sending them to a website and then they buy and I just get the money. I don't give a fuck about the money right now. I want to meet you guys. I want to network. I want to get big fucking accounts and meet huge celebrities and sell them shoes and whatever the fuck it is. I want to enjoy the journey, not just like, oh, I made fucking $500,000 in the past five years of selling shoes online and I don't fucking know who bought them from me, you know? So the best way to get your name out there, take whatever you do, whether it's selling or music or whatever, and push the fuck out of it online, but push it on your behalf. Don't like, rather than pushing your music as just your band, that's fine if you have a band Instagram, but also have your own and represent the fuck out of it. And when people message you, whether you have two fans or two million, Every single message I get, I answer that. I don't give a fuck what it is. Even when people message me and say, fuck you, like, I don't, I've gotten some really hate messages, which we'll get into probably next episode, but I've gotten some bad shit sent to me and I answer them. Whether it's, I sometimes I just say, fuck you, man, but I, I answer it because I want to engage with every single person. I want to answer every single DM. There's DMs that I haven't answered in a month and then I like just scroll through when I'm bored at night. And I find the little dot and I fucking answer them. So that's my answer for you. Now, the next question is from Fern Souls. We've heard from him before. He says, is it a bad idea to become a dad at age 19? Okay. I'm going to take a sip of my water before I answer that. Because I want you to think about what you just asked me. Okay. If you become a dad at age 19, here's what happens. Now you're you're trying to go to college, right? or I think you go to college. So you're trying to go to college and you got a baby at home. So your girlfriend, she either has to stay home or she has to go to college as well. And now your parents or her parents have to take care of the baby, right? So you're not really going to fucking see him. And then you have to come home all the fucking time because you want to see your child and your girlfriend's going to be like, you're a fucking piece of shit. You never see your kid. You're the fucking worst. I hate you. You need to come visit. You're going to get all that. Okay. Um, and if she doesn't see the kid, then you and you're the one that's like is in love with the kid and she doesn't give a shit because she's out partying and whatever in college, then you are going to be like, hey, we have a fucking kid, man. We we gotta he's a human being, babe. We gotta go we gotta see him. We have to bring him food. Here, here, son. Hi, Aiden. Hi. Here's food. And you feed him, right? Out of your hand or whatever, however you can feed him. Maybe if you maybe you have nice plates or like those little animal plates, you know what I mean, that we used to have in the when you put the grapes in one ear and then the fuck in and it was very cute. You might be the dad that's doing that. And then your girlfriend is out, right? Or vice versa. You could be the stroke job and you're trying to party and drink and shit. And then she's at home and she's carrying the baby and she's like, fuck, man, why did we do this? Because you realize how hard it is. So the answer, the answer is no, don't have a baby at 19, man. Okay. The only way it's like, okay to have a baby when you're at 19 as if like you're well, if you're financially stable is really what it is. And it's shitty to put, because I think about this, if I was to put, if I, if I was to have a kid, first of all, um, I would have the kid because I would just, I, I don't, I wouldn't go for abortion and all that. All right. I used to think I would, but I wouldn't do that. Okay. I'd have the child and I'd fucking make sure that I take care of this this son, my son or my daughter, and I'd make sure he has a fucking great life, okay? Because you can't, it's so unfair to have a kid when you're young and then kind of like treat it like it's not, like that's a human being, man. Like it, his childhood fucking matters, okay? If you're just a guy and a girl that's 19 and you fucking slipped up and had sex without a condom and then you have a kid now and then you kind of treat it like nothing because you have a sweet mother that's willing to take care of him. That's f shitty of you, and you're a piece of shit. Okay, you have, you want to have a kid? You want to have sex without a condom? Is it worth it? Okay, then and you do it. Okay, now you got to be a fucking great dad to that kid. Every single fucking you better not buy yourself a fucking pair of shoes, man. Because if you buy a pair of two hundred and fifty dollars shoes and that baby doesn't have enough fucking food and diapers and everything for the next two years, you're a piece of shit. 
Okay, I'm actually getting triggered now. I don't know why. I'm really sticking up for that fucking kid, man. Don't you fuck that kid over. That's kind of how I'm getting. So you get my point. All right. So Darren asks, what's the weirdest place you've had sex in? Now we're taking a weird twist. Okay, here's this is one I never got into. Um, I know people that have like fucked in school and like they fuck in the bathroom and like movie theaters and shit. The weirdest place I've ever had sex in was like my kitchen you know like i try and it's not even that fun when you're in a kitchen by the way having sex it's like it's fun for the first second because it's like yo you eat here now we're fucking but it's (laughs) after literally after you think that it's like okay this counter's cold i'm fucking standing on wood i'm butt naked my fucking neighbor's looking me in the eyes and it's awkward as shit Uh, I probably should have closed the blinds before I'm doing this, but I can't stop because it's going to ruin the moment. By the way, holy shit, I'm cold. Now my dick's going soft. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not that hot. I like to have sex in a bed, period. I don't want to get fucking underneath a desk and try to fucking get the girl's leg over my head and let's fucking make it work. I'm not, I can't do that. It's fucking weird. You know, when a girl's like, let's fucking go to a beach, sit there and look at the beautiful ways and fuck. Let's fuck there. It's like, can we just do, let's just do it. At, let's do it. At, I have a bed. Hey, I have a bed. We could go. We want to go in my, you want to go in my bedroom? And then she's like, no, but like the sand and like, it's going to be fucking fun and it's sexy. And we could watch the waves while we, while we're doing it. And then I just sit there kind of like. I mean, I got, I got like, I got pillows, I got, a, I got blankets, I got like this, I got a fan in my room in case it gets hot. We could watch movies, we could order food, and we could get. But babe, like, fuck me in the shower. Let's do that then. And I just don't see. But then, what if we slip and fall? And that, which I've actually happened before. I tried sex in the shower. Here's what happened. Oh my god. Are, 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 you, are, you, are you okay? I'm so fucking... Babe, I'm so sorry. I literally... Holy shit. Oh my god, you're fucking bleeding. Okay, we gotta... Okay, we gotta go. Here, get a towel. She hit her head and was bleeding. If you couldn't get what was happening there. Not a good idea, right? And it was one of those tub showers. So, like, you can't... There's no grip. You can't, like, put your foot up because you're gonna slip. And we, I, we slipped to the point where... Because I think... I was behind her and we were, I was giving a tour from the back and she tried to put her foot up on like that slanted part in the, at the front end of the shower and she slipped and I slipped on top of her both butt naked in a fucking shower and we slammed on the ground and she hit her head. That wasn't fun. Okay. It's much better to just get a fucking bedroom and do it there. Or if you don't have a bedroom, that's fine. Do it on the couch. Couch is great. You could do fucking reverse cowgirl. You could do a lot of different shit on a couch. When it comes to sand, do I want sand in my ass fucking, in my asshole while I'm trying to have, make love with a woman? No. Then when you guys are like kissing, there's a fucking hermit crab that gets on your leg. Fuck that. I don't see any point in having sex in anywhere other than a bed or a couch or just basically a house, you know? So, I mean, that's there's that, you know. Maybe it's because I had a bad experience in the shower, but I don't know. So I saw that question, and I figured let's get let's talk about this shit because I talk about sex with all my friends, and it's like, even I'm the guy that's like, when I'm with a girl and her boyfriend, they're talking about like sports or whatever, and I'm like, yo, do you guys, yo, do you guys fucking, do you ever put in her ass, dude? And I like to be weird because it's like, they're my good friends. And I like to, people think about this shit all the time. So it's like, why not address it? And a lot of my friends are girls rather than guys. Um, I think I've said that before because obviously I'm fucking feminine. But a lot of my girlfriend or friends are girls rather than guys. I get along with girls a lot more. And I like to talk to them about sex because then I know what my partner's fucking thinking, you know? Like if two guys, if two guys talk about sex and they've never had sex before. They could just be thinking literally whatever they want. Like, dude, I'm going to put in her ass. I'm going to fucking do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to come on her face, man. And they're just saying all this shit. And then when you get in bed with a girl, you realize like, wow, they fucking don't like most of this shit. 
and it, it really changes what you think. When you talk to a girl, you could literally be like, hey, do girls like this? Should I do this? What's this about? What the fuck is, what are boobies? You know what I mean? You could ask anything, man. So it's great to have that, to be able to just talk about it. And um, I know that fetishes are a big part of, of sex, right? So I looked up, and I didn't even know some of these were big. Um, obviously, like the big ones for me, I thought, well, we'll just go through it. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to go through it. This is on the richest.com, by the way. I don't know why. It's like a Forbes-looking website. But it says, top 10 most popular sexual fetishes, okay? Now we're just going to go through these together. Number 10, adult babies. Adult babies are individuals that enjoy being a baby again. They, okay, basically they dress up in baby clothes, crawling instead of walking, and speaking in baby talk. Hey, skip that one, okay? The picture is an older, like 40-year-old man dressed up as a baby in a crib. I don't get, I don't even know what the fuck that's about, okay? I don't know if that, like, that's sickening in my opinion. I would never want a girl to dress up as a baby so I can fuck her, okay? Totally weird, fucked up, okay? Not sexy at all. And if you're one of those people, you're weird, Nine, swinging and group sex. Swinging refers to the act of a committed, usually married couple indulging with another committed married couple or individual. Um, Group sex involves four to eight or more couples or individuals. Okay, so group sex is just like an orgy. It's just like fucking, yo, dude, what are you doing tonight? Dude, I'm chilling at my mom's house. What's up? I got three chicks. Let's fuck them. Dude, I'm down. Can we bring Darren? Darren's in. Let's fucking do this, dude. We're all fucking now. And then it's like six people come over and you just, I guess, fuck. Uh, Which is like, I don't get that either. I've never really been into that. I could do, I've had, well, hey, mom. Hey, dad. Hey, grandparents. I've had threesomes before, right? And, um, it's like, I just, it's, that's fun, right? Threesomes are great. I got to admit, they're fun. When it's four people and one of them's a guy, it makes it a little weird. You know, I think that everyone in their brain is a little bit bisexual, right? I think everyone has had a thought like, oh, should I put a dick in my mouth? Or like, oh, what would it be like? And every girl's been like, oh, what would it be? What would, what would it feel like if I had a fucking girl in my bed? You know, everyone's had those thoughts. I don't care. There's going to be like guys that are, dude, I fucking never would do that, man. I'm not gay at all. There's guys that are like that, which is obviously like just okay. Like it's not, you know, it's they're just weird. That's my, my response to them is what I just did. All those stutters. That's my response to them. Then there's realistic guys that are like me. That's like, yeah, man, I've considered, I've thought about it before. It's not what I'm into, but sure, there's been a day where I was like, hey, man, this guy's kind of fucking good looking and he's probably got a nice dick. And then I was like, well, I can't really get turned on to it because I'm not gay. But hey, I gave it some thought, you know, you got to test things what you're into. I've watched foursomes before on in, in the porn world and I couldn't get into it. Because it's literally like, it's like two guys fucking two girls and then the girls are like kissing, you know? It's like not that interesting. Or one guy's getting both girls and then the other one's like sitting there or like getting a blowjob or something. I get it, but it's just that doesn't, I don't get, it doesn't turn me on. The idea of group sex, I don't get into it, okay? Swinging, by the way, totally cool. When I'm married and my, well, I'm not going to get married, but... If I was married and my friend was also married and he had a hot wife and so did I, I would call him and be like, dude, look, you want to fucking swap out for like one night or like you want to do like you want to get fucking let's do something weird. I think that would be fun to like swap wives. But at the same time, I'm not married and it's probably really fucked up to do that. So I don't know what I'm saying. Number eight, water sports. This is basically like. Oh my God. I thought that was just going to say shower. This is like giving or receiving a golden shower, 
which means you're pissing on someone else. Um, here's, oh, and it also includes showering. Okay. Showering, uh, I just said I'm not into it. Peeing on another girl's face? No, you know, we could just, we could just do something else. We'll just, let's just watch TV then. If a girl ever got in my bed and was like, okay, I'm going to fucking piss on your eye. I'd be like, I mean, I'm not like, how about we just, you know, I guess you got plans. I'll see you later though. Haha. <laughs> see you later, babe. Can't pee on me today. I wouldn't get, I can't like, that's fucked up. And I think that's, here's another thing. Now we're really going in there. Uh, squirting is like 60% urine or something like that. I read online when a girl squirts, a majority of that is actually piss. Okay. Now here's one of my things. I've enjoyed having a girl squirt on my face before and that's pee. And I didn't know it before, but now it's like, I don't like it. It's like, here's how it is. I don't like it if I think of it as piss. Obviously, that's fucking gross in my opinion. But if you just say like, oh yeah, I'm squirting on you, then it's like, oh, it's pretty hot. But who's to say that she's not just taking a piss on your face, dude? So I don't know. It's a gray area. I'm not into it when it's when it's called water sports, though, or pissing or golden shower. Nothing of that turns me on. So no. Cross-dressing. Um... I don't really look at this as a fetish, but individuals that cross-dress and wear clothing of the opposite sex. Oh, like a couple that like the guy dresses up as a girl. That's fucking, I can't get into that. You know, if you cross-dress, that's cool. Like I'm behind it, but I just can't, I can't do that one. Number six, foot worshiping. This one I totally get. And a lot of people don't get this one. Well, no, I think this is a pretty popular one. I'm excited to see what the fuck number one is because I think feet, like foot fetishes is a big one. I'm kind of one of those guys, but I'm more of like, hey, like fucking paint your feet and paint your hands and just have your nails done. And like that turns me on from a girl's, like if a girl has her nails painted, whether it's on her fucking hands or her feet, I'm in instantly when a girl doesn't have her hands painted or her toes painted then it's kind of like okay it just i don't know why I, I think i have like a nail polish fetish or some shit um and like yeah i've done some shit with feet it's like it's great by the way i fucking totally into it and when i'm like talking to a girl i bring up feet during sexting okay it's a thing for me but it's not, at the end of the day, it doesn't feel that good, okay? When you, like, talk about it and you and you have a picture and she's sending you pictures of her legs, I'm a big leg guy as well. So, like, legs and her feet fucking painted, that's hot, right? But when you try to do things with a girl's feet, it's actually not, it doesn't feel good. When a girl puts her feet around your fucking dick, okay, there are no thumbs, so you can't... <laughs> There's no real grip that they're going to get and you could use lube and it does, it's okay, but it's not like, it, it, it's much better using two hands than using two feet. Okay. Um, it, but it, the fact, the other thing for me is like the fact that she's willing to do it makes it hot. Like it's a lot, there's a lot behind it. I'm not so into feet that I'm like, oh my God, we could only fucking, you know, I just enjoy them. I also enjoy a lot of other things. I'm a kinky fucking guy. There was kids at my school where there was a kid at my school. Actually, I remember him. I'm not going to call him out, obviously, but he would text girls in study hall and be like, send me a picture of your feet. Like that's fucking weird. Okay. If I'm sexting a girl, yeah, let me see your fucking feet. Sure. Throw one of those in there. I'm into it. Uh, or fucking throw 10 in. I don't get, I, I'm into it. But when it's like in school, I'm not thinking like, hey, take your fucking sock off. Like, dude, I'm trying to do math, you fucking weirdo. So I think I'm appropriate with my fetish there. Okay, but that one I get. Number five, spanking. This one is very, you know, slap the girl on the ass. I, it's, I could get into that one. What I don't get into is when a girl turns around, looks me in my eyes, and it's like fucking slap me in the face. Do it in my face. Then it's like, okay. And then you try it and you like give a little one of these. And then she's like, no, fucking do it harder. And then you're like, okay. So you fucking, you give her kind of a good one. And then you're thinking in your back of her head, like, 
holy fuck, I just slapped the shit out of her. But then she's like, no, do it even fucking harder. Do it. Slap me. And then you're like, okay, I, I mean, you know what? I don't want to get a fucking misdemeanor. <laughs> I actually don't. Okay, it definitely wouldn't be that. I don't know what the fucking, I don't want to get a battery charge for fucking slapping this girl in her face during sex. Because here's the other thing. Your adrenaline's going when you're in bed. So yeah, if I slap the shit out of a girl in her face, now 10 minutes later, I finish and then she gets a fucking migraine and she's like, holy shit, because her adrenaline's coming down, you know? So it's like like UFC fighters, they beat the shit out of each other, they celebrate. 45 minutes later, they're in an ice bath and they want to die because their fucking adrenaline's low and they got the worst migraine ever. So it's like slapping you on the ass, sure, you know, you're going to be fine. It's going to sting for a bit, but it's kind of hot. Um, in the face, I just chill on that. I had a girl who's actually a feminist, hardcore feminist. She got mad because, by the way, here's a here's a tip. If you're a guy or a girl and you wipe your ass, get dude wipes, okay? This is a free ad. They're, they're fucking great, okay? Anyways, I had dude wipes in my bathroom. What it is, is it's instead of a pink or like a baby wipe, uh, saying pink packaging, it's just black and they have more of a like cologne scent to them okay it's not so like baby's ass scent it's more of like a manly i don't know scent so i have this bag that says dude wipes it's a package it's what they come in they're meant to wipe your face and your ass and anything else so i have this girl over and she goes to my bathroom and she sees that she comes back and she's like really and I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, dude wipes? Why couldn't you get the fucking regular ones? You had to go get dude wipes? Are you fucking kidding? And I was like, okay, look. Either way, doesn't matter. And I was like, this package was black. I, my favorite color is black. So I grabbed those. Here's what her response was. Oh, so now you're associating men with colors. And now women are pink and men are... Okay, really? And I was like, dude, please. Let's just... Let's fucking skip this whole thing. And act like it never happened. I'll buy baby wipes next time, okay? I just didn't understand why she was so mad. I don't know what my point of that was. Oh, my point was that same feminist was the same girl to tell me, call me a slut and fuck the shit out of me and slap my face. And I, it was like, but that's everything you fucking fight against. And she was like, yeah, call me a slut and call me a whore in bed. Okay, but you just but then if I buy dude wipes and I think a girl likes the color pink, I get bitch slapped when we're not having sex. I don't know. That one that was wild. But shout out to you because I fucking love you and you know who you are. And I'm not being I'm not I love you, all right? This other one I can't even say the name. Number 4 is voyeurism and exhibitionism. Um how many of us have worn revealing clothing? There may be a bit of exhibitionist in us, although exposing yourself I don't really know what this is. Um, according to researches, one out of three individuals in, enjoy watching sex or exposing themselves in public. I don't know what this is. Is this like wa like watching people have sex? Then it's like sure. I don't know. Oh, I think that is what it is. It's like a it's like a cuckold. <laughs> I think that's what it's called, which is like you fuck someone in front of another guy or like in front of their husband or their wife or their like boyfriend. I can't get into that either. It's like if I'm dating a girl, I don't want to watch her get fucked. Isn't that understandable? Am I weird for thinking that? Number three, rubber slash latex slash leather. And this is like those body suits that just have a hole in the mouth. That's fucked up also, in my opinion. Um, I just, let's get naked and let's have sex and let's do weird shit then, you know? I don't want to, don't wear latex suits in my bed. Um, here's a fucked up experience I had. And this is probably why I don't like this, this latex shit. I'll make it fast. Um, when I was 14 years old, I used to buy and sell phones, right? So I bought a phone from someone that I guess was stolen and I was going to use it for parts. I turn on the phone, I bypass their password because I was a fucking genius and I had it up here, I'm pointing to my brain. I bypass their security code on their phone and I get into the, the I don't know, the settings and I'm going to like look at 
I'm trying to factory data reset these pictures, right? Then I was like, you know what? I'm a fucking nosy weirdo. Let's see what this guy's all about. Or this girl. Go to the pictures. There are kids wrapped in latex that are on tables strapped down. Absolutely fucking stunned my mind. And I was, I like just, what's the word? Traumatized. It's like, I hate to be that guy, but it was like very fucked up for me. And I never seen anything like that. I didn't even have fetishes for anything. I barely knew what sex was. I didn't know about rubber latex leather shit. And all I and it was kids, like 15 years old, fucked up, disgusting fucked. Okay, took the phone to the police and I tried to say like, if you guys could track down this creepy motherfucker, please do. I bought this phone at school because someone found it. Like I didn't, I have, I have no clue. And they were like, okay, thank you for turning it in. Like that was great. You did the right thing. You shouldn't have sold this phone and you did the right thing by fucking bringing it to us. So uh, I was just fucked up there. So number three, hard pass. Number two, sexual role play. This is like dressing up as a teacher and like fucking doing all that. And it's fun. You know, I think it's fun. I think it's even hotter to fuck my school teacher. But like if my girlfriend dresses up as my teacher and then comes in the room, like I, I guess so, you know, it could be hot. Um, so two is cool. Number one, domination and submission. This is where it's like handcuffs and fucking strap me down to a goddamn flank, to a flank, um, to a plank of wood (laughs) and like hang me on a sex wing. This shit's kind of fun. Um, I've done the handcuffs before and like strapping down, which by the way, those fucking things that you order online and try to strap a girl down to a bed, they are so fucking hard to hook up to your bed. You have to lift the whole mattress and box spring up and fucking lay the thing down. And then these clamps, it's not easy. By the time you're butt naked and you're like, holy fuck, okay, my, she's coming over soon. I got to get this fucking thing. You lift your fucking bed and you drop it on accident and it falls on your foot. And it, like, dude, it's not, it's a lot of stress. It's kind of the same thing with whatever I talked about earlier. It's a lot of stress you put in. It's like the same thing as fucking outside. It's like the sound of it's hot, but when you're actually doing it, it's not as hot as it should be. So there's that. Um, Now I also, we really, really went into those topics, but hey, we got through the top 10 fetishes and you know, some of them are good. Some of them are fucking weird. Now, number, or this is, we're done with the numbers. Now, what I wanted to talk about is no fap. And we're at 32 minutes and I'm still fucking going. I don't give a shit. Um, No fap is a thing that I've been trying to do uh, very recently. My brother did it for like a year. Oh, no, not a year. My brother's done it for like 100 days. And I'm really fucking jealous because I watch porn pretty often. And um, I think it's fucked up that I, like... Here's what I, when I realized I thought it was fucked up was this. I had beautiful girls that were trying to go on dates with me and I was telling them no. And I was beating off that night to porn. That's when I was like, you know what? This is fucked up. And you got to catch it early because being addicted to porn is a fucking real thing. And it's, it's bad. And I already think that I'm kind of like, I have like, I think I'm kind of addicted to it already. But here's the here's the signs that you're addicted to porn. It's like has your like do you watch it more and more? Obviously, if it's more than once a day, or you're beating off more than once a day, that's fucking bad. Um, but also, it's like do you see yourself searching? Like, how long do you search for a video? If you could go on Pornhub and the first video you're just into it regardless, you're probably fine, right? But if you're searching for like girls fucking spitting in the guy's eyeball and like this girl's getting fucking, I don't know, punched in the eye. (laughs) None of those things. But if you're searching for really weird shit, you know, you're going to hardcore, you're going to like foursomes, you need to watch something fucking weird. Uh, If you're going to different topics and you're like searching and searching and searching to find something that you're okay with, like getting off to, then you're probably addicted to porn. And I kind of find my, found myself doing that a little bit. Um, and then I was like, you know what? This is fucked up. I got to stop because this is fucking weird. Like, why am I? 
uh, I could literally have a great date with a girl and who knows what's going to happen at the end. Maybe I get lucky. I could do that in real life or I could sit in bed and watch porn. Fuck that. You know, I should be, I should want to go out on dates with girls rather than just watch some fucking video, right? But I unfortunately haven't been. And it's a, a big part of it for me is like working. It's like I work all day. And I got fucking phone calls at night and I got to do DMs and I'm answering and I'm trying to fill orders and I'm driving. And by the time I'm home, I'm so like exhausted that I don't want to go out again. You know what I mean? Or it's like, I don't know. It's like I just get home and I'm like, finally, I'm home. Now I could just sit in bed and answer these DMs. I got 50 messages to answer. I got to call this customer. I got to make Ron make sure Ron Funches gets his fucking pair. I got all this shit going on in my head. So when it's like... Time to fucking be horny, Ange. I just want to get it over with. So it's like, okay, I'll fucking beat off and then I'm done. Now back to work. That's how I think. When it should be like, no, I should make fucking plans for Susan on Tuesday night and go out to see a movie and see how that goes. Because that's how he, like, that's how it should be. If you don't know what NoFap is, by the way, no fapping is when you don't beat off, period. You don't watch porn, you don't beat off, you don't think about it, you just, you push yourself to be confident and have sex with girls or try to or go out on a date or take a girl on a fucking, take a girl out, you know what I mean? It just makes you more of a human being. It stops like animalizing women and sex itself, which I'm all for. Um, I don't want to think about a girl just coming over and fucking and leaving. That's not, that's where my head was maybe when I was 15, you know, but now it's like, I want a genuine relationship. Let's hang out. Let's go out to eat. Even if we're not boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever, it's like, let me at least enjoy, like, let's have a fun time and then get to the sex part, right? It doesn't have to be like, come over, fucking leave. Cause then it's like, I, then I literally could have just beat off and it would have been the same thing. I want to make it so I can just go on more dates and be normal and then not ever beat off again, you know, which by the way, at the same time, I think like who the fuck wouldn't want to, it's like, there's gotta be a guy like when I watch these videos of like the no fap challenge and like the benefits of it, it's like some guy and he's like, Hey, I'm Tim. I haven't came in six years. Let me tell you about the no fap challenge. And it's like, it's weird because it's like a guy that's like robotically happy <laughs> representing like, I don't know. He's just like, yeah, I haven't beat off in 16 years and I've, I love my life and I haven't had sex in, in 16 years either, but I'm, I'm happy. I got a lot of energy and I'm, boy, am I happy to be on this earth. It's fucking like some of it's a little much, you know, I think it should be just beat off like once a month you know that's what i'm gonna go for uh i'm gonna just try to do it once a month and that's it and all the other times i'm gonna go out i'm gonna start going out on dates i'm gonna go out to eat i'm gonna go see a movie i'm gonna fucking do a picnic we'll go sledding i'll force myself to fucking do ice skating i don't give a fuck what it is i need to get out there more and i need to stop you know just thinking that i could just beat off and that's it it's it's you guys gotta i'm telling you i'm telling you or girls i'm sure girls have the same thing i'm sure there's like a no rub that's like don't fucking don't rub for a whole year it's got to be the same thing for girls just not masturbating in general it's not just guys even though guys are usually the fucking pieces of shit that are like the hornier ones but it, it goes for girls too you know don't fucking do it you gotta chill out go on a date go out and it's not a confidence thing i don't give a fuck about confidence like i'm very i have gotten rejected 500 times and i've gotten accepted 500 times like or probably more but it's like, I don't care about, like, if I'm into a girl and I'm just trying to, like, go out, I'll literally be like, hey, like, we've talked for a few days. Let's fucking do it. Like, let's go out. You want to go out on a date? Let's fucking go. And then if they say no, I'm like, okay, cool. See you later. If I'm in, like, a sexual mood and I'm talking sexual with a girl, I'm just going to be like, hey, let, can we fucking, can I fucking eat your ass yet or what? Because if it's a no, then just tell, like, don't be afraid. A lot of girls think that they're going to hurt a guy's feeling or, like, they're going to 
I don't know. It seems like girls just hesitate to reject the guy sometimes. Uh, and then there's other girls that are like straight up, excuse me, you're not going to fucking take me on a date. I don't even know the fuck you are. Fuck you. There's a lot of those as well. But sometimes it's like, it makes it me feel like you're trying to be nice to me by not saying no, but you're not willing to say yes. So you get like, I get like maybes a lot. Maybe it's just because I'm a fucking, that's the kind of guy I am. I'm the type of guy to get a maybe when I ask a girl on a date. And that sucks. <laughs> That's not where you want to be. You want to get yes or no. I'd rather get a no. Literally, like, maybe is such a fuck you. Hey, want to go out tonight? Maybe. Okay. Let me know then. Yeah, maybe I will. Okay. Want to go out next weekend instead? Maybe. I'll think about it. <laughs> okay. You know what? Forget it. Never fucking mind. You know, like, what does it make? Like, do you obviously know, maybe it's no, okay? From now on, maybes are no's. In any case possible, whether it's girl, guy, sex, sports, anything, maybe is no, all right? The only fucking answer is yes or no. So I'm trying the NoFap challenge, and the NoFap benefits seem great. When you read these online, it's like you're joining a fucking cult. Sex becomes amazing. Increased energy and testosterone. You will think more about what your fucking work is or your job. Self-confidence. Enjoyment in the little things. Overall, life is fucking great. Uh, Self-control. Not seeing beautiful women immediately thinking about having sex with them. Thinking about doing more deep things, which is kind of what I just said. It's like, which I don't really think about sex the minute I see a girl, but... It's like the younger me definitely did, and I want to switch that up, which I'm doing now. Um, mental clarity. There's so many things that are like positives of no fapping that it's like, dude, you got to try it. So I'm doing it. And it's hard kind of when you're like in the mood, it's hard to be like, no, you know, but you just got to be like, yeah. So that's how I'm going to explain that. Nice and fucking vague. Now, it's been 40 minutes. I got work soon. So we're going to do a, a little shoe part here. And this is what I like about the shoe part, all right? It's, tell me, tell me if it's better, all right? Because I think it's better. What we're going to go over today is the Converse Off-Whites that come out in two days. Oh, no, they actually fucking, yeah, they come out in two days. It's like a Monday release. They come out on the 8th. I don't get that. I don't know why they're doing releases on Mondays and Wednesdays now. I am used to, I grew up buying Jordans, right? So I'm used to Saturday morning, buy my shoes. Now it's like you got to be awake at 8 in the morning on Monday, 4 a.m. on fucking Wednesday night. Off-White's going to release a random drop Tuesday at any time during the day. Fuck that. It's like they're just saying fuck you to your schedule and basically sit at home on your computer all day, all day. Otherwise, you're not going to get the shoes. I don't like that at all, okay? Um, so, but for these new off-whites, the Converse, first of all, the first pair that was like clear, that were translucent, although I didn't like them uh, because I said I said the thing about now I have to become a sock guy because they're you could see through them. Um, they are fucking dope looking in hand. The shoe itself is awesome. The fact that they can make a clear shoe is like revolutionary. I love how they did it. I just wouldn't wear them. But the shoe itself is fucking awesome and it's new and it's creative and it shows a fucking collab. Like it actually shows a collab, you know? The second pair, they got the diagonals on the soles. The back is fucking dope. The whole shoe is white uh, and they stripped the Converse All-Star label off the heel. These are also, also really dope. I like them. But the market just isn't fucking there. Um, I had pre-orders for $500 to $600. I didn't sell fucking any. I got three maybe. Um, and now the fucking market's like super low. There was a pair that sold, a 10.5 that sold for fucking $390. Bucks. And for a Converse and off-white shoe, that's fucked. Okay. Um, like the Kith Converse go for more than that. You know, it's like that's crazy. It's two huge brands. And the market's super low right now. So we're going to do three things here. We're going to do what you should buy, what you should stock, and what you should sell, okay? Um, and what you should wear. You know, we're, we're going to do all of them. 
What you should buy right now is definitely the Converse. So I think these are going to go up a lot in the market. The fucking first pair, I'm going to look them up right now so I don't say something dumb. But Converse Off-White. The first pair, let's see what they're going for. Size 10.5, which is the most, if you don't know this, size 10.5, 99% of the time, that's the most released, okay? Size 4 through 7 and size 12 and up are usually less released. 13s, 13 13.5, 14, 12.5, those sizes are much like, there's not a lot of them made. At the same time, 13, there's not a lot of people that buy 13s. So the hot sizes are usually 9s, 8.5s, because there's not as many made and there's a lot of fucking people buying those. Ten and a half, there's the most made and it's a very average size. Um, so, ten and a half is going for 1100 Size 9, 1300 Size 8, 1400 Like these, the first pair is going for a fuckload. And there was 60,000 pairs of these new ones that are coming out on October 8th released. But 60,000 isn't a fucking lot. I think the market's just low right now because people are buying... You know, Core Purples and Pine Greens and all these other shoes coming out. I don't think the market's low because the shoes are dumb or fucking unhyped or shitty or whatever. I think the market's low because people are buying a lot right now. And with holidays coming, there's not a lot of money in people's fucking pockets. So I think that's a smart pair to buy if you're going to sit on a shoe, okay? They're at about 450 average right now. Some of the more popular sizes are going for even less. Um, I think it's a smart pair to buy if you're stocking, okay? If you're stocking your shoes. Another thing I think you should stock is court purple ones and pine greens. Any low size you could get, size fucking six, seven, eight, nine, and all the halves. Like the the fucking 10 and a half, even the 10 and a half, I bought it at 190. A week later, it's already at 240. The size nine, I bought at 290. It's already at fucking 380. It's about to hit 400. These smaller sizes, especially in the purple pairs, which are even more, uh, it's just you have to think about how many green retro ones there are, and there's not a lot. There's the DMPs, there's the OG Celtics, and there's like, I don't even fucking know what else. There's not a lot of retro ones that have actual green in them, okay? And I'm saying green. I'm not saying teal or mint or any of that. Same thing as the purple, um, the core purples. There's not a lot of purple retro ones. There was like the metallic purple, which was like all white with very little hint. There's the pair called the Fang Shai. This was a uh, Hornets colors. It was blue and purple, which by the way, these are so fucking hard to find, but I want them so bad. But there's, there's just not a lot of purple ones, not a lot of green ones. So these colorways are going to be fucking rare as shit. A year from now... Uh, I think the purples are going to be over 500, and I think the greens are going to be hitting 500. The green are going to move a little bit slower because there was more made, but they're both, if you stock on shoes, which I'm saying if, uh, low sizes in the green and the purple, definitely go for those. And it might be even worth buying them now. Buy an eight and a half if you can for 350. And it's more than retail, obviously, but the price on that will fucking skyrocket. The Chicago ones that were in 2015, in 2015, they ended at 400. Now they're at fucking 900 in an eight and a half. Like that's absolutely wild. Um, and I know we're going long. We're going long here. I just did one of those when you fucking think you're gonna burp, but you don't. Um, so what you should rock, okay? If you're a guy that's looking to just buy some dope shoes and you want to stay with the trends. 100% buy the Nike Reacts. The fucking retail on these is so low. I think they're like 110 and some of them are 130. I don't, they don't get over 130. Uh, and the comfortability on these are fucking awesome. If you guys know me and you've been listening to the show, you know that before I had these in hand, I ripped on them. Okay. I thought they were shitty. I didn't like the material. Um, but like these React 55s, they're 130 bucks retail. That's fucking nuts, man. And they're super lightweight. A, a big thing I didn't like about Yeezys was that although they're super comfortable, they were a little bit heavy. Um, and the knit is just, they're just heavier, you know? With the Reacts, they're super fucking comfortable and it doesn't feel like you're wearing a shoe. Um, the 87s, those are retail at like 160 
And I've only wore the 87s. I've tried on two pairs and they're fucking super comfortable as well. Well worth 160. I'm at a point where even though I love Jordan, I'm going to admit that if you're going to buy a shoe right now and you're not a sneakerhead, you just want something comfortable and that looks dope, uh, the elements are fucking killing it right now. You know, the Reacts, which is the same shoe, uh, 160 or 130 bucks for comfortability and they look dope and they're unique. It's like you got to go with those rather than a retro nine or three or whatever that you're going to pay 220 for. Fuck that, you know? So there you have it. Uh, buy, buy Converse this weekend or this week, whatever you can. If you're looking at like stock shit, I would say buy those and it's going to take a while for them to go up. But if you're, if you're a guy that likes to fucking stock shit, I'd buy those, um, stock buy strictly to stock pine greens and court purples, even the blazers, the blazers are pretty low now too. They're at like 650. And those are going to go up a lot as well. It's like all these shoes, they're just people fucking, people get brainwashed by you, the, the shoe releases and it's at an all time low and everyone thinks, oh, it's not a hot release because they're only at 350 instead of expected 500. That's not how it fucking works. Take advantage when the market's super low and fucking buy those because it's not, it's just because there's so many releases right now. We're in a sneaker game fucking orgy in the sneaker game. Okay, meaning there's so many fucking different shoes and brands in the mix right now that people aren't buying a lot right away because they want to see what the market does. They want to get the pairs in hand. They want to see like they want the market to settle first. It's very easy to flip shoes right now. The market fucking settles. You buy them low. A month later, people realize they're hyped up and you sell high. It's very easy. Okay, so now we're at 51 minutes. Didn't never thought never thought I'd be doing this. Uh, for 51 minutes, but I, I love this episode. You know, we got to talk about sex. We got to talk about the no fap and we got a little, we got a better sneaker part. I'm happier with how the sneaker section is going to go from now on. So tune in next time where we talk about all my fucking hatred DMS that I've ever had and some other topics. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I love you all and fucking fucking DM me, dude. All right. DM me anything.